Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to episode number 139 of Thyroid Nation Radio Live talk show and podcast brought to you by Just Thrive Probiotic. I'm Dana. And I'm Tiffany, and we'll be your hosts for today. Yay! And today Good we morning. are talking with Dr. <laughs> Becky Campbell, author, functional medicine practitioner, practitioner, practitioner. <laughs> and board-certified doctor of natural medicine about her 30-day thyroid reset plan. And that just, you know, kind of goes along with something I've been working on with Jenny. So very exciting. This sounds very similar, doesn't it? I can't wait to talk to her about it. It's going to be really neat. And speaking of Jenny, really quickly, thyroid refresh, if you haven't checked it out, we would love for you to do so. There's really nothing like it out there. We designed it to be very digestible um, information so that it would be clear and simple to follow and not overwhelming. It is basically full of all kinds of fabulous content from movement videos to recipes, fabulous articles from Mary Showman, Catherine Watkins. Just it's really, we have, you know, Ben Lynch Q&A on there, which is a fabulous article. So it's a membership site. It's not very much money. It's $9 a month, and we would love for you to check it out. Absolutely. And a real quick, uh, also check out thriveprobiotic.com, our amazing sponsors. We're so happy that we chose them. They chose us to be the sponsors. It was a very good resonation. It's a spore-based, verified to survive gastric acid, which is very important. All these things are very important, gluten, dairy, sugar-free, non-GMO, mandatory minimums in any probiotic. And the, the biggest thing is proven to reduce endotoxins, triglycerides, and symptoms of leaky gut. This is very important because all these probiotics that people buy off the shelves aren't necessarily proven to do anything and can actually can actually cause problems. So thriveprobiotic.com, we are big, 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 big fans, not just because they're our sponsors either. So make sure to check them out. I love them and can't live without them. So, um, and, and, and this and, it looks like this beautiful oh. woman is already with us. So let's get this thyroid nation thriving. Do it. Good morning, Dr. Campbell. Can you hear us okay? I can. How are you guys doing? Very good. How are you this you, morning? I'm good. Can you guys hear me okay? You sound nice and clear. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> So where are you calling in from? Is it Florida? Florida, yeah, down in, how, in the East Coast. How is the weather there in Florida this morning? Well, it's good today. It's actually been raining a lot, like maybe 10 days straight of rain. Um, but today it's nice and sunny, so it's good. <laughs> is it a warm rain or a cool rain around this time of the year? It's, it's always warm in Florida. Warm. As you can yeah, tell, I've never yeah. been to Florida. <laughs> it's warm and it's it's you know it's really nice during the winter but the summers are pretty humid um which can be pretty shocking if you're not used to that so um but yeah it's it's kind of always warm here well very cool well, we are so excited to have you on with us today and thank you for these beautiful 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 books oh, oh aren't they gorgeous so glad you guys like it <laughs> I'm a I'm a green person, so I'm just digging the cover alone. You could just stop. Oh, right. <laughs> it looks and so a, inviting and warm, huh? Yeah, what a beautiful picture. It's just so 
friendly and, and calming, which we need as thyroid patients. I was just going to say right. really quickly, it's funny because Tiff's calling from California, you're calling from Florida, and I'm calling from the middle middle of the country in, in Colorado. So we've got we've got the whole thing covered. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. <laughs> that is kind of cool, you know? Yep. Definitely. And I'm just thumbing through. Uh, of course, I devoured the book when I first got it, but I'm thumbing through some of these recipes. Well, first of all, the pictures are fabulous, but some of these recipes just look, wow, yummy. I know. They and really healthy. are, too. I went into They are. They're healthy, but they're good. I, I just really try not to, you know, have people feel like they're missing out. And I think that's kind of um, what sets people up for the, the biggest failure. So, you know, eating healthy doesn't have to be like that at all. So I really wanted to make it, A, really easy because, it's you know, we're so busy and it's hard to, to stay in the kitchen and cook for hours every day. Um, and then I wanted to make it really tasty. So I was happy with it. The big one I want to try that I haven't tried yet is the cassava tortillas. I'm unfortunately oh, so like, bread hands down is my is my big yeah mm-hmm. it, it's my big I don't even know I can't even choose a word for it so when I find something <laughs> that that is really like palatable that I like that reminds me of bread because I'm a, I'm a sand I grew up yeah. eating sandwiches you know what I mean yeah so, me too definitely finding something to to as an alternative for that is just huge. So I'm super super excited to try the cassava tortillas. The problem is I can't find the cassava flour. So I think I'm going to have to go and order oh. online like with Thrive Market or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> right? Odos is yeah, get the Odos brand. It's really good. Um and you can get it on Amazon Thrive. I'm sure they have it on Thrive, but it's it's so good. It's it's great. You can use it in so many different things. I'm just dying. I'm I'm just dying to try it. So I've got that one on my list. It's starred in my book. I'm like, this is the one. Today's one of my days off. So unfortunately, it's funny. It's funny because I was about to mention a couple of recipes that sounded really fabulous, and then I caught myself because a couple of the ones I was looking at and was going to talk about were um, sweet ones. And Jenny and I kind of have a a silly joke that we don't ever want to share the healthy, yummy, really good recipes on, on our other website because the people and the ones that get shared are the ones that are the sweet, the sweet tooth ones. And so I thought, oh, maybe <laughs> I should talk about the healthy ones. So I flipped over to a couple pages, uh, gut boosting turkey burgers. Okay, how about that? Those look good. So I won't even talk about the sweet ones. <laughs> oh, I love You're it. Terrible. I know. You're terrible. I know. Wild salmon okay, salad so, looks really good. Oh, my goodness. Okay, I'm not even going to talk about the sweet sauce. Buy the book. Buy the book. You have to do the taco sauce. The, the taco sauce is my favorite thing in the entire book. It's so good. The taco sauce? Okay, so mm-hmm. now I get it right. Yeah, well, it's <laughs> called the green sauce, but it, it goes to tacos. Mm. It's delicious. You've made Any me other favorites? Really what, are, what are your favorites in the book? Okay, so the taco sauce is one of them. But what is one of your, uh, that one. what is one you do all the time? The sausage soup I do all the time. Ooh. Um, the chicken salad I do weekly because it's so easy. You can just make it ahead of time and, you know, keep using it. Mm. Um, I mean, I make all of these a lot, really. The guacamole so, I make a lot. 
your your chicken salad do you have and i'm sure you do the uh salad dressing like an olive olive oil salad dressing i need somebody to tell me <laughs> because i love salads and i eat a ton of them my problem is, mm-hmm. is salad dressing i mean i have four kids and self-employed mm-hmm. and just blah 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 i mm-hmm. i need a really good like you know healthy olive oil herb you know that stays away from you know junk i mean seriously whoever yeah. makes an awesome, and I get the paleo, um, trying to think of it, we've had it in Paleo Kitchen, the avocado Final salad dressing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah. when I use those, I like have to be on top of ordering them because I can't get them in my area. I'm in Joshua Tree, <laughs> so it's a really small town and, you know, fairly limited in the, in you know, um, what I can get here locally. So, but um, do you have a favorite salad dressing for me? I have a new favorite salad dressing that I make Ooh. all the time, and it's really easy. Um, and it's actually on my blog, but I do. It's tarragon. Do you guys like tarragon? Mm-hmm. I do. So I do a little. I do olive oil and white vinegar, and white vinegar is really strong. So I, I don't. I do maybe like a quarter of a cup of white vinegar to a cup of olive oil because I always make like you know I put it in a mason jar, you know something right. along those lines. And um, and then I put kind of like a bunch of tarragon. I mean, at my store it comes in one bunch, so I just put that whole thing in. And then fresh? about a teaspoon of salt. Yeah, fresh. And then a teaspoon of salt. And then I just put it in the blender and blend it so the tarragon gets all blended. And it's so good. I, I go crazy over it, and I use it like every day. <laughs> Woman, I can get that. I literally yeah. can get that today. That's like something I can uh-huh. get at my <laughs> at my yeah. store. I'm gonna do Good. it because I love. I just love salads and yeah. We yeah. I've seen some avocado thing. salad dressings too, where you like blend the whole avocado and do that. But I eat so much avocado, mm-hmm. like they're that just <laughs> craziness. I could live on it. Okay, so now yeah. that I'm hungry. Well, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, no, I'm hungry too. Let's stop. <laughs> you have go get something yummy. <laughs> an awesome story. So what we mm-hmm. always love to start with where you came from, Dr. Campbell, and, and you know, how you got into um, natural medicine and just, and you can go as far back as you want. If this goes all the way back to childhood, please do. We'd love to hear a little bit about you. I think when I was younger, I, I definitely never felt great. You know, I, I remember um, just being more tired than I think my friends were, but not it, not really it being a huge issue, but I just remember you know, noticing that. But I think the most significant time I noticed something was wrong was when I, I had moved into, this is crazy, but I had moved into an apartment um, in college and there was lead paint. And I knew nothing about any of that stuff. And they made me sign a waiver that I was moving into a lead paint apartment. Oh. And I just, yeah, and I, I should have known, you know, then, but I, I didn't even, it didn't even cross my mind, to be honest. And I just started feeling bad. I mean, I started, you know, I would go to the gym and work out and just feel really bad. I mean, really Mm -hmm. tired. I had complete exercise intolerance. Um, And I had always been pretty active without noticing, you know, to this degree. 
And then I started getting really bad anxiety. Um, you know, I, I would be sitting in class and all of a sudden I would have a, a panic attack out of nowhere. And before that, I'd, I mean, I'm a pretty outgoing person. I, I'm not really shy at all. So I didn't really understand what the issue was, why I was having this attack. But it was happening like every day. Um, and, and then I maybe a year later got um, strep throat six, it was either six or seven times in one year. Oh, my gosh. And, yeah. And every time I took penicillin and I got the shot of penicillin, which would literally take it away that day. But I would also get a yeast infection that day. And if I would have known, you know, <laughs> anything that I know now, I would have realized mm-hmm. what I was doing to my body. But I didn't. And, I mean, I definitely understood that it wasn't normal to get, uh, you know, strep throat so often. Um, and then I think that's probably, you know, when my gut really started to get bad. But I didn't have that many symptoms in the gut. But I just started feeling worse and worse. And I, I had always been, you know, pretty on, on the thinner side. And I gained like 30 pounds out of nowhere. And I was working out six days a week, even though I was tired, I was still doing wow. it. Um, and I, I was eating pretty healthy, um, especially for a college student. <laughs> And I, I was like, what is going on? And, and, you know, through this time, I would go to the doctor and, you know, tell them whatever symptom I was having. And, of course, there was zero answers because what I had going on, they weren't really testing for. I mean, they weren't looking at my gut. They weren't looking at a thorough thyroid panel, any of that. And, and then so I finally um, found a place that did functional medicine. And I didn't really know fully what it was, but I knew um, it was a different approach to looking at the body. So I went there and they found I had a, a thyroid, you know, hypothyroid, which all of this stuff, I believe, you know, was what made that happen. You know, all these, these things, the lead, the, the antibiotics, all that stuff. Um, I had candida, I had parasites, I had um, had Epstein-Barr at some point, you know, it was active at some point. Um, I had mercury toxicity. I mean, I had a lot of stuff oh going on. And so, you know, I worked, and it, it took some time, but I definitely, you know, worked really hard on diet. You know, I cut gluten out of my diet and dairy, and I started to notice a difference. And I also forgot to mention I had really debilitating brain fog. Um, you know, I never felt present uh, this whole time. And it was, you know, the yeast and all that building up. And um, I had really high cortisol. So I just, you know, changed my diet, changed my exercise level. You know, I went to more of like walking, Pilates type of exercises, um, got rid of the, you know, the gut infections and, um, you know, worked on bringing the cortisol down and all that stuff. I mean, it took a while, but, and then I, you know, I, and it, I definitely didn't think I would ever get better because I felt so bad and, and I did get better and my thyroid actually went back into normal ranges and I really haven't had an issue. I had one flare up after that, um, after my first pregnancy, which isn't surprising, um, but, you know, the one thing I want to mention, too, is when I first got diagnosed with a thyroid issue, even though they were more of a natural medicine type of place, they did put me on armor, and it didn't help. You know, and, and I, I hear people tell me that a lot, like they felt better, you know, for a couple of weeks, and then they, they still felt really bad. 
And for me, the same thing happened, you know, was I had to really get to the root of the issue with the gut and the adrenals and all that stuff before my thyroid would, um, you know, go back into normal ranges and before I could feel better. So having all that happen to me, I, you know, no, really people weren't talking much about functional medicine the way they are now back then. And, and I knew that I had to help other people because I knew that if I was dealing with this, there was going to be tons of people dealing with this and that they were going to be going through the same nonsense I was with no one helping them. And so I just dove into functional medicine and just, you know, studied for a long time. And, you know, I'm still learning, you know, of course, the functional medicine, you can never really stop learning, but, um, you know, started working a lot with patients who had thyroid issues, you know, incidentally, I just, I've, I've really just, a lot of people with thyroid issues, have, you know, were drawn to me. Um, and so that's kind of what I focused on the most. But it's, you know, for me, addressing the thyroid is really addressing all the reasons why the thyroid's doing what it's doing. So that's, and then that's where I am now. Well, it's funny because this morning when I was taking my, uh, my thyroid medicine, I just had this moment, this fleeting thought that I wanted to, to share today, which was, you know, thyroid medicine, people get that whole idea when some people say, you know, I've reversed my symptoms and things like that. And some people say, you know, you don't need to take thyroid medicine. And there's all these, you know, we've talked to so many people on the show. And I got to thinking, you know, you go, you get your panel, you get a correct diagnosis, and you take your medicine and you need it. And the world is so convenient-oriented that people just stop there. And I kind of did in the beginning too. Mm-hmm. And, and basically if, if you want to just take the pill, then you just, you take the pill and your thyroid is what it is and you still have symptoms and you don't feel better, but you need the medicine. But if you want to get better, it's more than just the pill. It's really more than just mm-hmm. the pill. It, it kind of almost has nothing to do with that. It really has more to do with, like you said, and in your book, the seven hidden triggers that are keeping you sick. So if you want to feel better, then you address the seven hidden triggers or the other things that, that might be going on in your life. Otherwise, you take the pill and you still feel terrible and, and you go about your life. You know, it was just one of those moments I had where I was thinking, I want to get through to all the people out there that the pill doesn't do, doesn't make you feel better like an, ad, an, an Advil or an ibuprofen <clears throat> might, right? Yeah, well, I think that, you know, some people really need it in conjunction with looking for the underlying causes. And some people, there's so much damage done that they, they have to stay on it. And that's, mm-hmm. and I, you know, mm-hmm. I want to make that clear that I realize that. Um, yeah. And that I agree with that, you know. But for me, it was early enough, you know, where right. I could mm-hmm. do what I did and not continue to have a thyroid issue And I check my thyroid still. Like every six months I get blood work, I make sure that nothing's changing, but it it doesn't. And But, you know, I am a very small percentage of people who can do it 100% without the thyroid medication. But, yeah, it should be, you know, whether you're you're doing the medication or not, it should be done with looking for, you know, what else is going on in the body that could be driving this thyroid issue. You know what I love so much about what you just said um, is that you check it every six months. In other Uh words, you understand that that's a contender in your life. And I think that is so important 
for people to understand that are in remission or have been able to go off medication was it wasn't like you just decided one day to stop taking your medication no. and, oh, I feel fine. You know what I'm saying? You no. went through <laughs> right. a, pro- a series, a process, and I think that's really important. That may be a no-brainer to the three of us, but I think that's really important to all the people that are listening was there's it, there's a process, right? And, the, and and not only that, but even though you're in remission and it's it's not something that's part of the definition right now, you do check it every six months just to make sure that everything is copacetic. You know what I'm saying? You know, Definitely. I am so grateful. I'm just going out on a limb here for my thyroid medication because I, you know, I basically mm-hmm. was diagnosed right in the middle of an active Epstein-Barr at titers with uh, over 450. So mm-hmm. I am so grateful. I've been on as much as three grains, and I think it's really important for people to hear and, you know, now I only need uh, half a grain. And I'm still working on things that are, yeah. you know, going on in my system and whatever. It's not, like you said, every, I mean, every thyroid patient is different. How they got there, wow. their circumstances, what's going to take place in the future. And I kind of feel like, you know, there is this ideal thing, you know, yeah, that would be great if we all went to functional medicine doctors that, that had us go through this process and said, okay, your thyroid is a contender, but before we go on medication, you know, you're in that, in that phase, let's address all of these things, and maybe you don't and won't need it at all. You know, we wish everybody well, had is, access to that. You know what I mean? Yeah, and the problem is, is that I see a lot people are put on thyroid medication way too early. Um, you know, they, they right. might just have some, you know, um, you know, autoimmune markers and they, their, you know, TSH is normal, their T3, T4 is normal, and they're put on Synthroid. And I'm like, why? Why are you doing right. it to them? Like their body, you know, this isn't good. You need to figure out why, you know, what's going on with the immune system more than just giving you the thyroid medication at this really, really early stage. So, right, and so many yeah. things to rule out beforehand. You know, like you said, I mean, mm-hmm. I wish, I wish every thyroid patient had access to that. You know, I mean, we see yeah. we adrenals exactly right. I mean, and and the the crazier thing of that is, going on thyroid ma- medication in the middle of an adrenal crisis is like throwing gasoline on the fire. You know, right. how many people yeah. are in that situation where most you know most general practitioners or endocrinologists don't even test the adrenals. They go, okay, so the thyroid, this is it, that we're going to give you, you know, armor, level thyroxine, whatever it is. And and yet the person's like, oh, my God, I feel like I'm going to die. You know, it's, that it's just, yeah. we are so I, grateful for functional medicine practitioners, and we wish everybody had access. And I, I literally, it's part of my prayers every day that medicine just has this complete overhaul and goes completely functional. We should call it logical medicine. And like like I was saying earlier, you know, about the medicine, you know, regardless, I'm thankful and grateful for the medicine too. But my point was when I was taking the medicine this morning, my thought was there's so many people out there that think when they take that pill in the morning that they're going to feel better, that Mm -hmm. all their symptoms, all of the ones are going to go away. And that's not necessarily the case. You know, you take an Advil and your headache goes away. And so you kind of have, you're trained in this way to think I'm going to take my, you know, Synthroid or Nature Droid or whatever it is. Oh, all my stuff's going to be gone. And I wish 
right. you know, that I could <laughs> say to people, there's so much more to it than that. When you take this pill, mm-hmm. this is not the end-all, be-all. And or no. if you can get off this pill, you know, that it doesn't matter. It was just that moment this morning when I was taking it, I was thinking, I want to, like Tiffany, I pray and I think and I, I want to scream from the rooftops, you know, just because you're taking the pill doesn't mean you're going to feel better. I'm sorry. I, I feel I really bad. I think people see it. <laughs> I you know that they see that right. happen, though. You know what I mean? They, they, they come, they, when people come to me, that's what they say. I was prescribed the medication, and I thought everything was fine. It worked for a couple of weeks, you know, reduced my symptoms, but now I feel terrible. Mm-hmm. And it's because they have, you know, adrenal issues. They're, you know, have who knows what's going on with their gut. They're eating a terrible diet. They're inflamed. And, right, just like or you're saying, Anna, there's no way. Yeah, you know, God exactly. forbid. No that's, way that's, that's, that's my favorite right there is where people, I've, I kept explaining to my endocrinologist, I feel like I'm going to implode. Like I had this pressure that built from the inside out. I couldn't, I couldn't mm-hmm. explain it. It was like, I don't feel well. I don't feel well, you know, and sadly enough, my answers came from, you know, people that I had studied and followed online. And I finally asked, you know, okay, could, could someone please test my, my ferritin? Cause I'm, I'm a slave of conventional medicine. So, you know, it's one of those things where you go and you say, would you please, you know, I, I refer to it as demand politely, you know, could we please just, you know, yeah. test this and make sure this isn't a problem. And, you know, my ferritin was sitting at a two. When that came up, oh then God. all of a sudden my thyroid medication was, you know, doing much better. But, you know, once again, like Dana was saying, you still have to address how you got to that anemic state, you know. And what's funny is, is I sat with a two in a ferritin and my hemoglobin and hematocrit was perfectly normal, right smack in the middle. Wow. You know, so it was yeah. never considered a possibility, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. And my endocrinologist, yeah. I'm, so, I'm, I'm so sad because he's retiring after 40 years of, of endocrinology. But, you know, we've had many good, deep discussions of things that he learned because, you know, I was following this blogger and, you know, they're extremely intelligent. Would you mind just testing this? And he did. And then came with this, and he's like, wow, you know, that's uh, interesting. You know, I'm one of those people with thyroid eye disease with Hashimoto's, and, you know, these things came from me saying, is this a possibility? Well, not really. We don't see it very often. You know, it's rare. And then I would say, but, you know, but is it rare, or is it just considered rare because nobody tests it because we don't assume that's it? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and he mm-hmm. would he would giggle at me. He'd be like, you know, you think too much. and. <laughs> But I, you, you know, then the other side of me is life. saying, <laughs> right? The other side of me is saying, yes, but you know, as well as I am, is because I was following these people who who made me think further, made me say, okay, right. this is not normal. This is, you know, yes, okay, I'm functional, and I can still work, and all of these things, and but you know, no, I don't want to, I don't want to put, the, I don't want to raise my bar, my standard of living, because right. it's not a normal. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Like I, yeah, I am definitely. going to get, going to get back there, mm-hmm. to that point, and I'm not going to give up until I do. Period. <laughs> like, yeah, and, and it's true because there's so many things that can affect you, and you you have to keep keep lo- looking and searching. And I think this is why you know functional medicine doctors are going. A lot of them are virtual now, like I am, because 
we're trying to reach people in places that can't get to one, you know, can't get to someone um, to do this kind of testing that they need because it's really needed. You, there's, there's so many different things that can be causing you to feel terrible, not just the fact that you're, you know, not, it's not just that you need Synthroid. Mm-hmm. Well, and let's I also, talk about. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead Dan. No, no, go no, ahead. Okay. I was just going to say, I also think, you know, it's funny because, and, and there's all those people also out there that just, that don't ask the questions. Like you said, you kept asking. And the ones that are just take the pill and just think, well, this is just it. Because they gave me the pill. So this must be what I'm supposed to be doing. Right. So I guess, you know, I guess this is just how I'm going to feel. And I want to reach all those people. So it's really neat that you do, you know, your online uh, Skype sessions or whatever it is, because, you know, hopefully we can, we can reach more that way. Yeah, definitely. Dr. Campbell, I love your quote on your, um, on your site. It says, I was used to being a superwoman. I was driven and motivated until I wasn't. And I didn't know why this was happening to me. All I wanted was to get back to get back my life. You know, that is, I mean, I'm sure everybody listening can nod their head and go, I can totally resonate with that, <laughs> right? Yeah. And the key is, is oh, yeah. you did get your life back in the midst of, you know, something that's very common with so many thyroid patients when they read, you know, about you and how you got there and, and all of the different things. And so we are so grateful that you wrote this book right? Mm -hmm. 30 days, get your thyroid Mm -hmm. back. Some people are thinking, oh my God, you know, I've been suffering for 10 years, 20 years, you know, whatever it is. And you're telling me I can do this in 30 days. Tell us a little bit about that. So, you know, out of everything, and, and as you were saying, you know, about working with a functional medicine doctor and, you know, the reality of, of it not being possible for a lot of people, you know, the, the, time frame that I see the most change is the first 30 days that I work with people. And it's, it's, you know, what I do with their diet change, you know, any lifestyle changes and supporting their liver. That's what I do in the first 30 days. And I wanted to get that out. You know, I wanted to say, if you can't do all this testing and you can't do all this stuff, do this, like this, anyone can do. You know, most people can afford to buy a book and most people can change their their diet and it doesn't have to be exact, you know, just the best that they can within their their budget. And, you know, I I just wanted to see that people who couldn't work with functional medicine doctors could at least get that change. Because I can tell you that within the first 30 days, I would say 90% of the people I speak with feel like a different person. And so that is what inspired me to make this book and really just giving them exactly what I have my patients doing in the first 30 days. That's, that's really where the idea came from. And I just wanted to give as much information as I could, you know, that people can do on their own. And then, of course, that you anyone know, can do. what to look for. Yeah, right. that they can do, anyone can do, do it on their own. Um, and then if you can go further, what, what to, you know, look for with a functional medicine doctor, what to ask you know, to be tested for and that kind of thing. But, you know, the, the, it, it's kind of like two parts of the book, those seven triggers and then also a plan. Um, so it, it's really for any level of what you're able to do 
is is kind of the the idea I had in mind here. And you know, I just I want I just want to mention, you know, for one thing, the book is beautiful. The pictures are beautiful. It's laid out so wonderfully. Chris Cresser wrote the foreword. Love him. We love um, him, yeah. Mm-hmm. We do. And I just kind of want to mention really quickly, you go into it in depth and, and you and you spell it out so nicely, but um, you've got a graphic here that says common triggers of Hashimoto's, and these are your seven triggers. And I just kind of want to mention them really quickly because yes. it is something that people can – you know, of course you need the testing and you need the support and you need to call Dr. Campbell via Skype. Okay. You need all those things, but this is a good place to start looking at, and that would be gut infections. Um, you know, you have, you know, you listed here, but gut infections, leaky gut and food sensitivities, vitamin deficiencies, the HPA access imbalance, me for sure, heavy metal toxicity, sex hormone dysfunction, and chronic infections. And, you know, these are things that you do need help with, but you can also start these things. And I love that about your book. I really, really do. You can start working on some of these things and feel a lot better quickly. Yeah, definitely. You know, one of the things that I love about the book is that when you have Hashimoto's or hypothyroidism, you feel so overwhelmed, like literally anything, like the idea of making dinner can seem very overwhelming. So the idea, you know, why so many patients leave a doctor's appointment crying is because they still have to go back to this life, and now we didn't address anything. (laughs) And where's my Advil? Where's my book? Go away. I love the fact of what you said with your book, anybody can do this, right? Mm-hmm. And the book is simple, and I don't mean that in a bad way, Dr. Campbell. I mean that in a Hashimoto's kind of way, meaning that it's very, you know, very doable, very digestible. It's not overwhelming. You cover many, many topics, just enough so that someone understands, not not so much, you know, so many thyroid books are incredibly overwhelming and you have to be, you know, a, a biology undergrad to actually understand what's being said. What I love yeah. about your book is the simplicity and the amount that you cover in this teeny tiny beautiful book with pictures and simple graphics, simple recipes. Mm-hmm. I really like to me this book is very unique in the grand scheme and Dana and I have mm-hmm. seen many many books in, in the years that we've been doing this, mm-hmm. this is a doable plan mm-hmm. for anybody. So for those that are just completely overwhelmed, can't even think of starting, are stuck in conventional medicine, don't know what to eat, blah, 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 just do the book. Just do just it. Just get the book. Right? Just get it. Because at the end of the 30 <laughs> days, you might be able to think a little bit deeper. Does that make sense? Like, it's a hurdle <laughs> that mm-hmm. you can yeah. get over with this book. Mm-hmm. Well, plus I go into what to do after the 30 days. And this is exactly, exactly what you just said is what I wanted because I don't have a long attention span myself as far as, you know, I lose interest in things and especially in books. You know, I, I want to know about the subject, but I don't want to read for, you know, 20 hours that something right. that could have, you could have told me in five paragraphs, you know, so, and I, I'm good with, you know, pictures and charts and graphs and infographics, you know, that type of thing. And 
So that's exactly what I wanted. I wanted people to read this entire book and to do it with ease and, and for it to not feel stressful. And, you know, cause a lot of times we just put the book down and move on. Um, and so I, I, I think I you want that. have accomplished that. Mm-hmm. Fabulously. Honestly, mm-hmm. I really do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm so Ooh, glad I'm just, you guys Okay, That's that. another one I want to try is the sweet potato. I just passed it. Hold on a second. Where is it? Well, and you go, <laughs> it was and you a go sweet over, potato something. You go over <laughs> some things that are really important to, you know, removing toxins. It's a really big, mm-hmm. it's a big thing, you know, and people can get overwhelmed with that. But if you start simply yeah. change pace, that's something most people can do. Or, you know, X, Y, Z, get rid of whatever kind of makeup, you know, instead of using this uh, mascara, try this one. You know, those are things people can do or get rid of mascara altogether or, you know, and um, essential oil for essential oil for health. Of course, Tiffany is an essential oil person, guru, Um, but also oils, cooking oils, you know, just simplicity things. You can start with like one thing. And I love that makes it, you know, you, you go through the book and you make it seem very like you can finish the book. And I did. And I have to say, I have a whole lot of books on my shelf behind me. I'm looking at them all right now. And they're all fabulous and amazing books and amazing authors and wonderful people. But I did not finish those people's books in a day like I did (laughs) first. And it made me feel like I accomplished something and that I could do this. So I don't want to mention that. Right? I don't mean to laugh, but right. We go for the simple successes. (laughs) We do. <laughs> we're busy, right? you know. We're so right? busy. Who has time to read? So we we all want to, you know, mm-hmm. want to sit down and be able to read every day. And but it's just sometimes it's not really. You're not really able Feasible. to, you know, especially yeah, definitely. So I'm glad you okay, guys. Okay, so I got to ask exactly you. what I wanted. What is the one part when you were writing this book? and you were, you know, going through the pages of the editors and blah, 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 whatever, you said, no, this is literally one of the most important parts of this book. What is it that you have seen, like with your patients and stuff, you wanted to make sure, of course, the whole thing, but, you know, there's always that one part that you're like, no, 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 this, this is really the heart center of the book. The, the diet. I mean, really, to me, it's the most important thing. If If you're taking supplements and exercising and, you know, doing, you know, taking your medication and doing all the things right, but you're not eating the right foods, you're going to stay inflamed. You know, you're going to, you're going to have a really hard time getting better. And so I I really think that diet is at the core of every, every health issue. You know, it it can really make a big difference at least in, in just about every health issue. So, you know, that's why it's, it's, it's the bulk of the book because I, I really wanted people to understand what they should be eating and why they should be eating it. And then, you know, know what foods they can try adding back in and what foods they'll never be able to have again and why. I think knowing why, you know, is really important. Um, it, it makes it easier for us not to, to have things that are hurting us. But yeah, definitely the diet, definitely the plan. And you know, some people will follow it to the T and some people will take the foods that they know that they can have and kind of do their own thing with it or they'll pick their favorite recipes and eat them over and over. And, and either way, it's fine with me. I just want people to, to know what they should be eating. 
So what are some of the hallmarks, Dr. Campbell? I know that, um, like, you know, paleo, gluten-free, what are some of the hallmarks of the diet that you think people that have thyroid as part of their conversation are just mandatory minimums, period? And can you tell us a little bit why? You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, gluten, you know, because there's, you know, I, I honestly don't think anyone should eat gluten. Um, but I think with, you know, molecular mimicry, specifically the thyroid um, patient shouldn't, uh, you know, and, and it's, it causes leaky gut. I mean, it, it definitely causes leaky gut. And most people with autoimmune disease, I'd say all people with autoimmune disease have leaky gut. Um, so you can't, you really can't support your immune system while you're eating something that's continuing to feed that leaky gut. So I think getting so rid of gluten is... So is that something that they have to avoid forever? Or is that just in the, yeah. in the process of healing the leaky gut? I think you should always avoid gluten. I, I really do. And I, and I think it's very easy to now. Um, I'm not a big fan of gluten-free products because they typically then have, you know, other stuff like corn and, um, you know, they're, they're just usually filled with garbage. You know, I, when I say don't eat gluten, I don't mean go eat gluten-free pretzels, you know. Right, 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 um, right. That's what my husband I, I think that... <laughs> Yeah, I, and most people do. They do. I mean, they'll say, you know, I'm gluten-free, but then they're, it, it's just as bad, you know, what they're doing mm-hmm. to themselves because it's inflammation. Um, you know, so I, I think that if you're focusing on real food and like you make that your lifestyle, then you don't run into worrying about that kind of stuff. You have to, it's, it, it's really a decision you have to make that it's going to be your lifestyle. You can't say, okay, I'm going to do this for 30 days and then I'm going to eat everything I used to eat again for the rest of my life and I'm going to maintain what I got. I mean, that's, that just doesn't work that way. Right, so. right. So question for you. For people who struggle, and we talked a little bit about this with Ben Lynch, I think this is something that maybe um, with the forefront of genetics, uh, I don't know if that will necessarily change the definition, but what about people who struggle with, severe depression when they remove uh, gluten and are obviously consuming, you know, significantly less carbohydrates from a genetic perspective, you know, that serotonin and, and pushing it through into the brain. There's people who feel significantly ill when they go on paleo. Yeah. Any thoughts on that? Is that something that you've encountered I, I, with any of your patients or? Very rarely. I mean, very, I've seen it more with more of like a keto type of diet. Um, I have, I really encourage, especially thyroid patients to eat carbs. You know, it doesn't have to be a grain to be a carb. And I think people confuse that. So, you know, you can eat sweet potatoes, you can have cassava, yucca fry, you know, that's why I do a lot of the the carb sides here, like the yucca fries, um, because, you still you can get the same amount of carbs on a paleo diet that you can get on any other diet. So you just have to eat the right type of carbs. So yeah, I think that it can right. if if you're eating all of this gluten and you're eating all of this um, these carbs and you go to a no carb diet, which again people think paleo is, yeah, that can be very shocking to your body. But that's why I, I really I think that you should just switch to cleaner foods. You can keep the carbohydrates you know, at a moderate level and, and start to feel better. I really don't see people feeling real bad. The only time I see people feeling bad is, 
you know, sometimes if they have a gut infection, I have to put them on a low, real low carb diet for that. Um, some people don't handle that very well at all. Gotcha. But that's, that's but more that's of a plan. Temporary. That's a short term plan, right? Yeah, Until you can get that exactly. gut infection under wraps. Okay. That's, yeah. that's doable. I mean, I think, I think maybe people just haven't gone outside of their, you know, uh, comfort zone and tried other things, like you said, like cassava and yucca and things like that, you know, or like, what? Mm-hmm. When really, yeah. you know, <laughs> you know, it's funny, my daughter and I were, we were giggling, you know, we were looking up some stuff and, and uh, my daughter's a dancer and she's going on these pretty uh, intensive things and we're looking at this wheat field and I'm like, you know, that just doesn't scream, eat me. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. <laughs> you know? That's but when you, Because she's, you know, she's unfortunately, you know, she's 14 and the internet and, you know, lectins and, oh, my God, literally you could avoid every food. I'm like, yeah, that's not really how that's going to fly. So yeah. what, what we were laughing at was, you know, we were looking at different foods and I was trying to, I was trying to hit a logical point of my 14-year-old, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. And I said, honey, when you see that, right, it looks like it should, it screams, eat me, right? When you look at a wheat field, there's an entire amount of work that has mm-hmm. to go in to actually consume that, right? And it was funny because mm-hmm. I was listening yeah. to myself as I was talking, and I was like, it's so true. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it sounds so stupid, but really in the grand scheme of things, we're talking about easy, accessible foods, but we don't really understand the language of that particular plant. You know what I'm saying? That's, yeah, no, that was a really good thing that you thought of to mm-hmm. say to her because that just really mm-hmm. makes so much sense. Yeah, and she, you know, she did some great things. She, you know, she has most likely an, a, a, an express CBS gene, and she had very bad acne, and we had a lot of trouble with it. Uh, it was super stubborn, and she went on a low-sulfur diet because we literally like, were like the poster, you know, sulfur poster family, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. eating healthy and, you know, just this stubborn acne. And sure enough, I kid you not, she went on a low-sulfur diet. Literally, Dr. Campbell, in less than seven days, her acne was completely gone. I couldn't argue with that. I mm-hmm. couldn't argue wow. with that. Amazing. I was like, yeah. Okay, so that's a problem. You know what I mean? So it was then it was mm-hmm. like then she kind of took that success and said, "Well, this doctor's talking about lectins, so the, I you know, these are low sulfur, but this has lectin and literally le- everything with lectin is low sulfur or like opposite what I'm saying." And I'm mm-hmm. like, "Okay, yeah. so now we've we basically crossed off every whole food from the grocery store. Yeah, this isn't going to fly. Mm-hmm. So let's let's just right. sit down and play with this a little bit. But it wasn't something that I could completely discount because it worked. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. It was, There's a lot of healthy... Sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I was going to say, there's a lot of foods that are considered healthy, I mean, even that I tell you to eat in the book, that people can't for reasons like your daughter. You know, I'm actually working on my second book right now, which is on histamine intolerance. And, you know, people will eat spinach and avocados and citrus fruits and strawberries, and they're, they feel terrible. And those are all very healthy foods, but not if you mm-hmm. have histamine intolerance. So, you know, it can definitely get deep for, for certain people. They, they really have to 
try so many different things with their diet to get it right. But it really still comes down to the food because it's, you know, whatever your body needs is, is, is going to be different from a lot of other people. But I think for a lot of people, you know, if you do go down to a paleo type of diet, you're going to do so much better. And then if you still have issues, then you have to start looking into things like sulfur or histamines. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to change gears a little bit because you and I were chatting um, before our show uh, yesterday and I don't know enough about this, so Tiffany's going to have to help and jump in as well. But I want to talk about um, CBD oil. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's some really great um, information out there about how it's helping people with symptoms. And um, I just want you to, to talk about it a little bit. I, I actually use CBD oil with quite a few of my patients. Um, it, you know, I find that it works really well for pain, you know, because it, it is anti-inflammatory, um, and so it, it's used a lot for pain. And for anxiety, you know, it's really great because a lot of stuff for anxiety makes you very tired, and, you know, if you have an anxious person, you make them tired. To me, you're going to probably be more anxious. I know for me, when I was struggling with, you know, low blood sugar-driven anxiety um, and, and high cortisol-driven anxiety, I tried every supplement out there, and nothing helped me. Nothing made me feel better. Um, so, so, anyways, with CBD oil, it's really good because it doesn't make you feel tired during the day. But then if you take it at night, it makes you sleep really well. So it's just, it has so many benefits um, and really no side effects. You know, I've seen a few people um, not do well with it, but but very few people. So I I think that it's something that anyone with anxiety, pain, um, you know, insomnia, any of those things should really try. And, And you had asked me about the Quicksilver brand. That's actually the brand that I use. Because mm-hmm. I, I think he has great supplements. I, I love his brand. But um, so yeah, and, and uh, honestly, I've tried a couple different different brands, and I don't think that they all work the same. Mm-hmm. And I haven't done enough research into CBD oil to know why. But I know that that is a really good brand. I, I do like that one the best. Yeah, and I just, you know, there's so much going on right now. There's so much information about it. Of course, I live in Colorado, so uh, especially around mm-hmm. me. I just kind of wanted to hear what you thought about it, you know, because everybody kind of makes it feel like it's this taboo topic, and um, it isn't. It isn't anymore. People there's, are starting to understand. There's no, yeah, there's no high from it whatsoever. I mean, I don't, I don't understand what would be taboo about it, but, you know, I do – it's funny though. You're right because I, I I know every time I do introduce it to a patient, I do explain what it is because I don't want them to get uncomfortable or be turned off or you know depending on the person they may be. Um, but yeah, there's there's no there's no high that comes from it. It's just a sense of calm and um, you know calm and kind of confidence that is what I've noticed when I've taken it and. I mean, I've had patients, I had a patient recently who had a terrible, um, he was, he had to do a lot of public speaking and he was normal, you know, he had done it for years and was fine. And then all of a sudden was really plagued with this 
fear of public speaking, and it was part of his job. And, you know, I, I tested his adrenals, and he had a lot of issues there. But uh, as part of his treatment plan, I, I use CBD oil, and he, he loves it. I mean, he's like, I can do this now. I don't feel nervous. I mean, that's a pretty big deal. You know, it's, it can be debilitating when your job is on the line because of something that you're feeling. And, and I think that's happening to people more and more. So I, I say try it. <laughs> well, and, you, you know, know I guess, people are – No, no, go ahead. Well, Mara, you passed my thought. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I guess I just – I live in the land of of CBD and, and all kinds of, uh, you know, in Joshua Tree. And, I you know, I don't know. I guess maybe I see – more adverse reactions just because there's so much of it around me and you know mm-hmm. quality can be such a big issue fungal issues can be a big issue mold is an enormous problem yeah. with any type of even in hemp seeds you know and yeah. i think for me i see and i i hate to be negative about it but I don't know. I don't see it work so well for everybody. I think it's one of those things that can work, like you said, you know, for your, you know, the patient that you spoke about with the speaking engagements and stuff like that. I think that's awesome. But I think there's some people that have some significant psychiatric issues, even to the CBD oil that's ingested, Mm -hmm. that is something that people need to hear about. You know, it's not yeah. a cure-all for everything. And for people that are in this massive systemic pain, you're like, wouldn't you want to know if something you were eating was causing that kind of pain rather than becoming mm-hmm. dependent or, on something that's very definitely. expensive? You know, yeah. I mean, it's, it's I, I just like want to grab a bullhorn that it's not for everybody. And it can have enormous psychiatric expense that's, you know, for certain subsets of people. Granted, very rare. But it's still there. It's something that people need to know and understand before they take it. You know what I'm saying? I think it's so just I, like what you guys were saying with the thyroid medication. You know, it's something that can be helpful. Until, but I think with everything, with any with supplement, everything, anything, absolutely. you should be that's still looking for the reason. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. And that's why we worked on his adrenals, and that was part of it, but... We changed his diet. I mean, we did a lot of different things, but I just, well, and, like and I, you said, I only use, go ahead. He had speaking engagements. It was something that he needed help right, right now. So I think that's right, super important exactly. for people to understand because, you know, I have seen people become, you know, it's like opioids where they mm-hmm. need their $65 one-ounce CBD oil to function on a daily basis. And I'm like, oh, this is not, not working. You no. know, I live in yeah. that land. I'm like, this is not working, folks. We need mm-hmm. to have that, that, that Libra balance of, you know, okay, so this is a possibility. And this is also a possibility where you can work and function, but you still have to be progressing rather than becoming dependent on something. You know no, what definitely. I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, this is and exactly I know that's how you, the- I know that's how you function, but I can tell yeah. you, like I said, living in the land of just craziness, yeah. uh, that's not how everybody takes that information. So I wanted to throw that, yeah. uh, you know, devil's advocate out there. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. and, and I just know that I've heard, I've seen some um, research recently about you know inflammation and in CBD. So it. So I just kind of wanted to get a doctor's perspective on, on what she thought. So 
Um, and it's a hot um, topic right now. It's a hot topic, literally. Like, it's a topic <laughs> and, that's every day in, in my daily day. <laughs> I'm sure out there, yeah. Multiple times. Well, I'm... I'm in Florida where it just became legal. You know, the type I'm talking about is the, the type that is legal everywhere, but um, medical marijuana just became legal here. But this is why in the book I talk about things like mindfulness and mm-hmm. um, because exactly CBD oil is expensive and, and you'll notice I don't recommend it in the book, but it's, it is expensive and it's, it's not anything you have to rely on. You don't want to have to. So you, there are other tools that you can do, um, you know, and that's where food comes into me and then training your brain, you know, to feel differently or look at things differently and react to things differently is a much better long-term plan. But as far as something, you know, for certain people, I, I really do think that as far as my experience with it, Mm-hmm. I have seen a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And and for those people that are big fans and have used it with super success, quality is a major issue. No, like the quality yeah. of, you know, testing, mm-hmm. like literally mm-hmm. testing, 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 <laughs> because some yeah. of these things can, can cause other issues like mold, big mold issues. Yeah, and that's sure. not a good thing either. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. Trust Jeez, me, it's not can only it's see one of the worst issues. <laughs> yeah. Right. Let's oh. jump to, you mentioned mindfulness. Let's jump to mindfulness a little bit. I know you talk about it in the book, but do you get to practice a mindfulness um, daily? I know everybody's busy, so I want to talk about what you do for uh, yourself. I think that I wish I could say I do practice it daily. Um, I don't, but I do practice it a lot. I, What's I try your favorite to set aside. Technique? Well, I have just a, an audio recording that's about 30 minutes that I really like to do. I've read books on it. I have done the Budify app. I've done the Headspace app. I mean, it, it, you know, I've done all of that stuff. But there's one um, just 30-minute recording I listen to. I like to just go into my room by myself during the day because if I do it at night, I'll fall asleep. And um, just kind of follow the recording. And, and I really don't, this is kind of why I say I don't do it to that degree as much anymore, because I think I'm, I've done it so much that I just kind of, the point is that your body will start to do it on its own. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for example, if you're having trouble sleeping and you have never done mindfulness before, you would turn on, let's say, the Budify app and do the, you know, going to sleep one that they have, and you learn how to kind of get out of your own head. You know, you're, a lot of times when you're going to sleep, you're thinking of all the stressful things that are going on in your life, and it teaches you how to stop doing that. And at first, I would have to listen to the app to be able to do that. And then um, I got to a point where I would just, my body just kind of did that on its own. So that's why I really love mindfulness training, because it, it really changes the way that you handle situations and I think that you know we're so busy trying to change the way people act and we have to realize that we can't change what anyone does except for ourselves and the way that we perceive what they're doing and the way that we respond to what they're doing and so so tools like mindfulness training are really good for that and one of the things we had such a great show last week um, with Jason Prawl 
Uh, he was one of the uh, producers and hosts for the um, Longevity Project. Not sure if you saw that or not. Mm-hmm. But um, what we were talking about, you know, kind of hit home for me and ties into mindfulness. And, and that's basically to take some time during the day. You know, when people think, you know, mindfulness, then they just automatically go to, okay, meditation. Oh, my gosh, I don't have time. i got to add something else in my day. And, you know, it, certainly we're not trying to. We're obviously trying to take away the anxiety, not add to it. But if you could, <laughs> yeah. if you could just, if people can, think of it more like taking some pauses and and just some, you know, quiet time. Just even if it's a minute, you know, quiet time. People also go, okay, so what? I'm supposed to go in my room by myself for 30 minutes? <laughs> no, no. I mean, it could be wherever you're at. You know, at your desk, at the office, you take some quiet time where you're not really doing anything positive I don't think people do that they're just you your feet hit the floor and you hit your day running and then you don't stop until you get in bed and then you go to sleep and basically Mm -hmm. for me I started to pay more attention to just stopping throughout the day if I'm in the kitchen and I'm going to get some water with lemon maybe I'll go stand out and look at the window out the window and watch the squirrels for two or three or four or five minutes whatever (laughs) it is more of those moments throughout the day can help tremendously and I think that um, thinking about what your body's doing for a minute, you know, mm-hmm. if you stop right now and you go, what am I doing? Your shoulders are up, you know, mm-hmm. and if you, if you then are aware of that and you can then bring them down and then you're like, oh, I'm holding my breath a lot, you know, and start breathing and, you know, doing that with that timeout kind of thing. It's so helpful because it's true. We're, we're so busy and we're not breathing and we're tense and it's, it's really hard on your body and it's very hard to, to get better if your body's always like that. Mm-hmm. And I, I got to throw the flowers in there cause I have uh, rose bushes in the front of my house, like old rose bushes. They're big and huge and big flowers. And for me, just even like when we're running to dance or I'm running to an appointment or anything else, I will stop literally and smell the roses. This is, this mm-hmm. sounds so like commonplace and trite, <laughs> but mm-hmm. literally like that deep inhale of these roses is, is a, is a total bliss for, you know, what, 10, 15 seconds or whatever for me. And I do it on mm-hmm. the way out of the house, on the way in the house, you know, it's just something that, that is that, just that moment of, just just that moment. And I, I know it sounds silly, but it's huge for me. It's huge. Oh, it is huge. It <laughs> is. Yeah. It's that break. It's a break in your, your routine to just take a time out for a second. And if it's right. smelling flowers for you, it's that So amazing. always yeah. stop and smell the flowers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds crazy. Well, before we let you go with this amazingness to have everybody go and get your book, can you tell us just really quick the liver, how important is it, and and quick tips that we can do to, to, to love our liver? Yeah, I mean, it's so important because it's, you know, our hormones cannot be balanced without your liver functioning properly, right? And this is kind of what we're talking about with balancing hormones. Um, the thyroid hormones and the sex hormones and the adrenal hormones. And so I think that people don't understand that you, you really do have to give your liver some attention. You know, you have to give it nutrients it needs. And 
some people do really well on liver supplements. I, I do have a liver supplement of my own, the Optimal Reset Cleanse, and this is what I start most of my patients on, and they do it with that 30-day, um, but for in the first 30 days where they see the most improvement. But there's also other things you can do at home. I mean, you can take Epsom salt baths. Um, you can do castor oil packs, which are really great. Um, I know every time I do a castor oil pack or even take an Epsom salt bath, I feel great afterwards. Um, so, you know, any, anything like that, if you can just add that into your day, again, you know, we're busy and it's hard, and that's why supplements may be easier for some people. But it's just really, really important to help you. You know, you'll notice so much more energy, and, and you're just effectively pushing toxins out of your body um, better when you have liver support. All right. And what did you say? You said your liver support? Is that something? I know you have your patient-only supplements, and then you have ones for everybody. Is the liver supplement, is that something that that you would recommend for everybody? Yeah, it's um, it's on the website. So it's on, it, it's under the, so drbeckycampbell.com, and then you go to the shop section, mm-hmm. and under the supplements for everybody, that's my private supplements that I've, you know, formulated for everyone, you know, people that I think that can handle, you know, it's nothing right. too intense, basically, is what I'm trying to say. So it's the optimal reset their cleanse, and there's either chocolate or vanilla, and it's a shake, oh, and gotcha. it's really good. And it's also, yeah, and it's good for people who want to kind of have that sweet, you know, taste at some point in the day. Um, and it goes really well. You know, a lot of people will do it in the mornings or, you know, do it as a snack, and they just notice a lot of energy. There's a lot of vitamins and nutrients in there as well, so I love it. It's so good. I drink it every day. <laughs> Very cool. Well, I'm taking a peek I at want it. To, awesome. I want <laughs> to get some. I know it sounds yummy. Uh, before, again, like Tiff said, before we let you go really quickly, I know you mentioned you have a new book that you're working on, but what is something fun that, you know, it's about – for me, it's summer for my daughter, but for a lot of people, it isn't. So what is something that you have planned that you're looking forward to that you're excited to do this summer with your kids? I know you have uh, several kids, so I just wanted to know. Yes, I have a lot of kids. Um, <laughs> well, I, I, one of the things I wanted to say to you guys that I think is so important when we, we're talking about the mindfulness is doing something for yourself, whether, you know, mm-hmm. for me, that was recently picking up a new hobby, so I started um, riding horses recently, and it's something I've oh, wanted cool. to do my entire life. And last year, over the summer, I signed my kids up for camps, you know, horse riding camp. And then after that, I was going to sign them up for lessons. And I was like, why am I signing them up for lessons? They don't even care. I really want to do it myself, so I did. And <laughs> so now, um, so I've been doing that, you know, a couple times a week and my, my sons are starting to do it and they're going to do horse camp next week. So we're really excited about that. Um, so that's something that we kind of do together sometimes and something I can just do for myself. And, and then another thing we're going to do is we're going to go camping, which we, we haven't done in a couple of years, but it's exciting because that's my boys. They would still just love it. So that's what we have going on this summer. Horse well, camp, really that's cool. I know. And really quickly again, I wanted to tell you since you mentioned that, um, this is going to sound really funny. And my 13 year old said to me the other day, Mom, I think you're turning me to a little old grandma because I, you know, I like to um, cook and I kind of get some, you know, calmness out of cleaning. And now you want me to knit. We had a little camp for her across the street. 
um, a sweet neighbor has started this camp for some girls her age, and she is actually knitting. And she showed me the other day. And, of course, I've messed up her little knitting four different times. But I'm going to get it. <laughs> it's really not that hard. But for some reason, it just hasn't caught on. But um, it's kind of a methodical calming thing. And I think I'm going to like mm-hmm. it. So that's my little quick little definitely not horse camp that's way more fun but just for like a calming <laughs> soothing fun thing um i yeah. picked up that tiny little uh, yeah so kind of interesting that's that's good though it's so cool to to get a you know a hobby and i think like when we you know when we become mothers we kind of put our kids at the forefront and forget about those type of things for us right and i i think that you know why you know Take a dance class, take a horse lesson, do something, you know, that mm-hmm. for you, you doing it, you know, your time alone to have fun. And, and I'm so much happier since I've been doing that. Oh, I love that. That's awesome. Right. <laughs> okay. Now, wait, I got to ask you really quick. New book. Tell us about the new book. Can you give us any, any hints, any? Oh, the hints any... to me. Yeah. Oh. Oh, you're talking about my second book, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. The second book. Okay. <laughs> So I think out of every issue that I've had, histamine intolerance has been probably the most plaguing, to, you know, believe it or not. So I, my two biggest passions in health are thyroid health and histamine intolerance or mast cell activation syndrome. And so I wanted to, again, you know, when you read about histamine intolerance and you read about mast cell activation syndrome, it can be really overwhelming. So I wanted to do the same thing for people who are suffering with that that I did with this thyroid book and make it very simple, give you an exact plan of what to do. Um, you know, the, the bulk of it will be about food. Um, but what foods that you're eating that could be making you sick? Because, again, it's foods that people think are healthy, that, that are healthy. And um, so for I'm some. really excited about this book. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, very healthy for some. And my my yeah, biggest thing, because unfortunately I'm one of those people that, that's on the opposite end of everything. Like, you know, I can't use yeah. Epsom salt because I feel like I'm going to die when I get out of an Epsom salt uh, bath. Well, you know, <laughs> with that, it's, it's important to know it, it's, you really should use a very small amount of Epsom salt and see where you, if, if you can tolerate it. I used to be the same way. I would put like three cups of Epsom salt in and then feel like right. I was dying. And then I tried. I just use the magnesium, the magnesium flakes now. You know, because mm-hmm. for me, it's a sulfur is a big issue for our family. It's you know yeah. we must be like yeah. like I said, we must have just completely out sulfured ourselves. But um, <laughs> you know, I think really people when you say that you know healthy is is you know for some healthy is very perspective, and not only that, but the amounts. Like we have a a tendency in this country to go on these fads. Okay, so if this is good, yeah. then I'm going to eat a ton of it. You're like, oh, my God, exactly. you know, this is seasonal, yeah. right? If you would only, if we looked back at the history of food, mm-hmm. it would only be available in this, in this amount of, you know, this amount during this time and whatever. But that abundance, we're suffering from abundance syndrome. <laughs> well, that's what it's with avocados. You know, with, with people with histamine intolerance, avocados they can't do. And everything's avocado now. There's avocado Got oil. Everything. Out, you know, the salad dressings and the potato chips are made with avocado oil. And you know, then we're, we're eating tons of avocados, and which for some people are making them so sick and they have so no Ill. idea that it's doing right? it. Yeah. Because it's healthy. And, you know, Dr. Wheel, I, this person that I totally respect and is totally intelligent, is telling me, 
you know, avocados are fabulous, but, but they may not necessarily be fabulous for you. And if you look at, like, I'm really, you know, like hooked on food history right now, meaning like what would actually be available, you know, fruits and avocados would be available in abundance, but only in particular areas. They don't mm-hmm. grow in a majority of the world. You know what I'm saying? Like it's mm-hmm. it's just really a fascinating, just a fascinating subject. I love it. Mm-hmm. Definitely. <laughs> I think with every well, single thing you put in your ma- in your mouth or even expose your body to, you should you know do it in small amounts and see how you do with it because anything can can bother anyone. And that's what I tell people when trying any supplement. I'm like, first of all, never take more than one new supplement in a day. At a time, I right never right. take a big dose, ever. Take the smallest dose you possibly can. Take it for a couple of days. That way, see how you do, and then build up from there. This hmm. has been so wonderful. And your book we is, We are big again, fans. <laughs> yeah, we couldn't, we couldn't just talk more about the book. Um, we could if we had more time and, and looking at all these recipes and you'll have to check it out if you want to see the sweet things in there. Cause I'm not saying um, <laughs> anyway, um, this has been wonderful. Uh, Dr. Campbell, thank you so much. We just love you, you and your work so much. and can't wait for your new book to come out. The thyroid, the 30 day thyroid reset plan, because it's coming out officially. What day? It's on pre-order now and on Amazon. And oh. then it's in stores on June 12th. Ah, fabulous. So you got to get weeks. it. <laughs> I'm going to say it's doable. Thank you guys so doable, much. You're so fun. Thank, Thank you, you so much. We appreciate your time. Have a great okay, day. We'll talk again soon. Thanks. You okay. too. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Oh, my gosh. I love her. Okay. She's so sweet. for everybody, you can find Dr. Becky Campbell at Dr. Becky Camp. Bell.com. So C-A-M-P-B-E-L-L. She's amazing. She's beautiful. She's sweet. She is. And this book is gorgeous. Oh. Pre-order it. It's, mm-hmm. It is doable and simple and slim and just, I love it. Recipes Full and color. short explanations and, yeah. and a lot of color, right? I know that sounds so silly, it but it's, it it's very... Me. It does help me. I hate to say that, but it's oh, no. so true. It helps me. It does. If I open a book and it's all words, I'm done. I'm like, oh, my God, because well, I read so I'll much just, research. You know what I mean? I'm like, no, a book has to be lighter. In small pieces. And I, but hers, I just, I was like, I'm sitting down. I'm going to do this whole thing. So, right. um, you know, I can it's, get through the books. It's just I want to get through this. The other ones, I kind of make myself get through the other ones. So. Yeah, you got to Oh my it gosh, out. I I just landed on stuffed sweet potatoes with roasted garlic guacamole. Mm. That looks so good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to order some cassava flour. I have to admit I've never tried it. Dr. Campbell, I will do it. I'm going to try it. <laughs> got to take a picture when you do and share and, and hashtag and and uh and let us know. I can, okay. I can do that. Dr. Becky Campbell. Thank you so much for taking the time, and we love you, love your book and all of your work. As always, a very big thank you to our listeners. Please, if you get a free moment and you enjoy our shows, we'd love a great little review on iTunes. And, of course, while you're there, you can download some past episodes, or you can check us out on Stitcher and Google Play. 
Mm, please don't forget to check out thriveprobiotic.com. Very unique and proven. Super important. Thriveprobiotic.com. We love them. It feels we love so them. good to be able to support them. So, right? We love it when we love it when our when our listeners do too. It's fun to hear you know all the people talking about. Oh, I listened to your show, and now I'm trying or ordering some more Thrive Thrive, Thrive probiotics. So it's just very. Uh, I don't know. It feels good. Okay, make sure to follow Thyroid Nation and um, check us out on Facebook. We have a Hashis and Graves support group. We're on Twitter and Instagram and all those good things too. So be sure to check that out. And if you haven't, and if you didn't hear what I said in the very beginning of the show, sorry, refresh, bite-sized digestible pieces. We have a beautiful, beautiful newsletter that comes one time a week. It's not overwhelming. It's laid out very wonderfully. And uh, you just got to check it out, thyroidrefresh.com. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And most importantly, we say this every time at the end of the show, we hear it. Throughout every show, we always want to remind you that wellness is a journey. It takes continual maintenance and evaluation. And please make sure to always listen to your own body in in this influx of information and all of these crazy, well-researched, intelligent people. Please be certain to always listen to your own body and be mindful of what it is telling you. It talks. It will tell you what is good, what is not. You just have to be paying attention. That's it. And we're so bio-individual. And we mm-hmm. say it on, on beautifully. Show, we throw it in there. We're beautifully bio-individual. Beautifully so, bio-individual. After you hang up from all of our shows, you know, think to yourself, is this right for me? And listen to your body. This is Dana. And Tiffany. Your thyroid nation thrivers bringing the collective voice of thyroid thrivers worldwide so that together, united we heal. Thanks, guys. And we are. We are. We are healing. Yep. We are. All right. Have a wonderful week. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.